0: minded we were blinded looking for peace without jesus we can't find it ministry minded we were blinded looking for peace without jesus we can't what up what up what up what up how y'all doing welcome to another episode of anthony's godly guidance i hope you love it i hope it blesses you more importantly i hope it gets you closer to god enjoy What's up, y'all? It's your man, Anthony, and uh, this is uh, Anthony's Godly Guidance. So, um, this episode that you are about to hear is um, is a conversation with Remix the Dad. And so, uh, it's something we recorded together, and um, it's on his podcast as well. So, if you listen to his podcast, you might have heard this already. If you don't, this will be the first time you heard it. But you should listen to his podcast anyway Because he's my dude And because, well, he's the man Actually, he's the dad Anywho, all jokes aside So this conversation should, uh It's a good conversation it's, about, it's us collaborating on a song we did Called Stereotypes And, you know, some of it'll make you laugh Some of it might make you mad But it's good thought-provoking conversation So I hope you enjoy it
1: uh hey, what's going on Anthony? How you doing man? I'm chilling my man.
0: What about yourself? Uh
1: just uh got the day off and hanging out and glad you uh you wanted to get together and do this. Do All this right. thing.
0: Yes, this is this is gonna be fun.
1: So, um I forgot I forgot the little Caesars and the mayonnaise, dude. <laughs> um but I, I brought the John Stockton jersey. So
0: Oh man. <laughs> Speaking of the little Caesars, man, we were at Morgana's softball tournament last night and they were in a championship game and one of the parents was like he bought food he bought pizza for him, and he bought Little Caesars man <laughs> and he's like hey man you want to get you some pizza I was like nah man I'm good and all the rest of my family goes to mine and I was like dad you just go get I said, ma, shut up <laughs> like don't talk about this I'm just leave it alone so. So that's funny. Anyway, man.
1: But uh, no. So we're getting on here today, and we're going to talk about uh, our song stereotypes. And you originally had a vision for this, and uh, a few years ago, when a lot of uh, like heat was going on, and right. do, you want, do you want to talk more about that?
0: Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, with all the all the Black Lives Matter stuff going on, um, you know, I was just hearing stuff on all sides and hearing people say, uh, just silly stuff, man. And I was just, I just felt it really strong to address the stereotypes. And it wasn't just on one side, you know, I heard, I heard what the, the black folks were saying. I heard what the white folks were saying. I heard what the, what the, you know, Hispanic people and it, and it just, all that stuff just kind of, it just bugged me. And so I thought, what better way to deal with it? Than satire, yeah. That 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 was the whole point, the, to to poke fun at the stereotypes, but also to sneak God's word in there, and that that was that was the the mindset.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, the, the 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 hook. Can you explain explain the hook?
0: <sighs> so the hook, <laughs> <laughs> I, any stereotype that I could have thought of for for a young black man or a young just a young man in general yeah,
1: yeah.
0: because a lot of the stuff like we're all about cars and money and women you know at, at that that's what we were taught that we need to we need to have the dopest ride we need to have the flyest women plural women you know you're supposed to be fighting and so as i was sitting there i'm just thinking well what what stereotypes can come to mind and then it just uh, Talk about that. Talk about that. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So that was that was that was the the, the thought process behind that.
1: So it's a good song to dance to. Um, I'm a, I'm a white guy. Uh, I thought I could dance, but then I was called out on, on the song. Um, so um,
0: that's funny.
1: But I, I try and do the Carlton while I have my knee socks, my knee high socks on. So in the middle of Walmart. Oh. So, no, I I definitely do. It's one of my favorite songs, uh, just because it is so it is so funny. The first couple verses, but then you after the the second two verses, it gets a little bit more serious.
0: Right.
1: Which I think kind of pulls you in, and then you're like, oh, okay, cool. And then we we right. we, we, we kind of get you a Talk little bit. Talk to me, Yeah. So. Um can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, you know.
0: So, I'll be real with you. The first thought when I was right when I was thought the concept of the song was to just go all satire and just pick and pick and pick. And as I was sitting there processing it, I felt the Holy Spirit say you you got to you got to do more. Yeah. You can't just do that. That's very worldly of you if you just leave it at that. And it 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 could send the wrong message. It could send a message that we were condoning these stereotypes yeah. as opposed to not. So as I as as I was writing my my vocals, I wrote the first one and in the middle of it I felt spirit tugging me to write some other stuff. So I had to stop and throw some ideas down for the for the serious, and then that's when the concept of God was like, God said it to me in my in, in my own voice. He said, just that he said, hit them with the he's you know catch their attention with the satire, and then bam, drop drop the message on them. And that's kind of the the process behind it, and I, I think it worked out well. And I mean, Pastor said that was the best song we'd done. Yeah,
1: and I've I've showed I've shown multiple people the song, and they they absolutely love it. And I uh, showed a couple people because they started br- bringing up uh, like race relations and stuff, and I was like, "Hey, check this song out." And they were like, "Oh, that's uh, that's pretty good." And I'm like, "That's you?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm the white guy." <laughs> yeah. it, so, um, but yeah, it's it, I've I've seen it not only move my life but just other people's lives because my daughter she she runs around singing it.
0: Yeehaw, <laughs> cowboy! Let's get started, bucks
1: So I was like, "Oh." Keep the yoga pants away from her. Man.
0: <laughs> man, I can't. I was, I was in stereo. I was at Starbucks right before this, man, for work. And oh my gosh, you I, didn't bring me one. <laughs> now, nah, man, I don't drink Starbucks. I don't even like. Starbucks, <laughs> but my daughter, however, loves yeah. Starbucks.
1: She's 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 a black Greenwood man. <laughs>
0: Oh man, I wonder what she's gonna say when she hears that. So I love you, Amaya. Who <laughs> oh, did? <laughs> so that's funny, but yeah, man, it's just it, it, you know what better way than it to to me what better way than to, to talk about something than to point out what's wrong about it and then come in and talk about well here's how we can fix it. You know, or just say that here's what's wrong, but this we don't condone this. This is not how we live, man. You know, I, as a, as a this 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 will be coming from the, the black man mentality of it. As a black man, I, I let me change that. As a minority, I can't tell you how many minority young men I talk to about stereotypes, and they'll be saying something this, and i they'll talk about how they're stereotyped, and I'll say, well, don't fit the stereotype. If you don't want to be that, don't fit the stereotype. If you're sitting here cutting up acting the fool, doing what they say, and then you're doing it, it's not a stereotype anymore because you're doing it. So I tell her and that's the good thing about working with the youth like I do. I'm always on them, like, dude. I mean, I say it, to, I say it more to men because men seem to be more prideful. But I say it to the young ladies too, like, well, if you don't want to be the stereotype, don't be the stereotype. I'm not telling everybody they got to speak proper cuz I don't speak proper. Yeah. I'm not saying you got to act rich, you know whatever. I'm just but if they say all minority men are violent and you over here fighting, you just fit the stereotype. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of the another undertone of the song. At least when when I was writing my lyrics, that was the undertone I was trying to kick you know kick out and i mean i, I it, to me it sounds like it was portrayed yeah yeah
1: um kind of going back to or not going back but yeah going back to like like the like 50s and 60s have you noticed like a, a wave like it's gone it was, it was it was huge back then like a lot of the stereotype racism and then it kind of died down a little bit it, and I think a lot of that's due to like the media and then it yeah. then, then it pops back up right. right around oh Obama's in office right and then you got you got Trump who is, is somebody else that it's a different topic different right. day <laughs> um, right. but I think it's just a, I think it's a generational thing too cause it, and, and also the, the media takes it and yeah, it'll, it'll, they'll distract you with something else for a while, and then they'll probably bring this up. I think it's, yeah, I think it's kind of just that that wave that we're riding right now.
0: Two points on that because I agree with you. The distraction portion of it, I'll hit because I did a show earlier with, with, with Spencer about distraction. I didn't go into full detail, but. That song that Childish Gambino did, yeah. This Is America. That's what he's talking yes. about. Yeah. I mean, that's what that is. It's like, all right, let me throw this in your face and look at this. And you're all caught up in this that you don't even notice the stuff that's going on in the background. So I give you... I, I agree with you on the distraction piece of it. And I do... I do believe... I don't... I don't the wave... So it was tr- it was prevalent back in the day. Well,
1: look, look, by the wave, I'm, I'm saying... Coming from, coming from a white guy's point of view. Well, no, and and, and, and I grew up in the suburbs. First uh, black person I met was my mom's friend. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, and I didn't know any any other people. Right, and I and I didn't notice it, and I was I was just, I was stuck in my my little my little white bubble, I guess you could say. Right, and but now since we have all the more more um, more reach and more connections with people. It's I, I get I get to meet my brothers like you. Right. I get to meet that pastor. And I meet to get to meet a bunch of people. Right. But back then it was like okay. But so, and that's why I take kind of take it back to the media where it kind of goes up and down. Yeah, I agree with Cause that. I, I'm not seeing stuff that's going on in in certain parts of Denver or right. in, in the South or anything like that. I'm not seeing that. I, I never saw that. So that's my ignorance right there, not knowing.
0: No, so, and I, so, and the way, I, I agree yeah. with you on that, you know, I, it was, it was prevalent back in the 50s and 60s and, you know, before that, yeah. because there was, there was no different. Yeah. This is what we knew, I mean, and even, you know, that, it was, it was in your face. And then there was the big revolution of the 70s, the late 60s yeah. and the 70s. And the attention was drawn away from it. Yeah. And because things were getting better, people didn't talk about it as yeah. much. And so that's when you that, say the wave. That's, 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 that's know, where I was getting Right. It, it's not talked about. Yeah. And so you had this time period in the, in, in the 70s, in the 80s, in the 90s where it wasn't really talked about a whole lot until the Rodney King trial. Yeah. Then here we go. Yeah. And then the O.J. Simpson trial. Yeah. And then here we go. And then uh, uh, dies off. It dies off, yeah. and then bam—that the, all the stuff that happened with the the police brutality—and it blows up. And I think it would have hit another lull had Trump not won the election. That's not—and not to say that Hillary was any better or worse or Trump. I'm not. I'm not getting in that political debate. But I will say that once, you know, the Black Lives Matter was—it was good, and it was dying. It was dying off. You know, the talk about the racism yeah. was kind of coming to a. I shouldn't say dying, but it was quieting down. And then Trump gets in, and he's just like, bow! Yeah. And then all of, the, all of the... the, I believe that we haven't seen this much racial divide since the 60s. Yeah. And we have people like Trump. Yeah. And again, I'm not knocking <laughs> or nor endorsing him. But you have people like that who are building this divide bigger and bigger and bigger. And so now we're in this time of racism that... We hadn't seen in years. And there are some people who were like, Well, I didn't know. Yeah. You know, then you have other people like, it never went away. Yeah. It's just now more in your face. And I think you have stuff like social media, all the different venues and outlets to which we get information yeah. that to blow it up. Because you can't you can't hardly do anything nowadays without somebody having a a phone that'll click it. Oh yeah. And so it just blows it up. I just think that some people, some people need to learn to stop talking, process, and try to make the situation better, and not be egomaniacs about it. And that's not just me talking about Trump; there's people on other yeah. on the other side as well. I think the 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 the, the, the egos are b-
1: Chatter, b- chattering b- and bickering too much, right? Yeah,
0: which goes back to the whole distraction piece. Yeah. It's like, I think that's where we got these people that are like, okay, well, let's get people, let's get them to look at this, look at this. And I think one of the things that I, I forget which, which incident it was, but I looked at my wife and I said, you know, the messed up part about this is that nobody is talking about Satan. Nobody's talking about saying They're all talking about black this, white that, Mexican yeah. this, Asian that, blah, blah, blah. They, this big old thing, and nobody's talking about the devil. Yeah. And he's just sitting back there kicking it like, well, look, I got them. I got these people fighting, and they they ain't even paying attention. So that's where the whole distraction piece is. Yeah,
1: yeah, So um,
0: would you ever want to do a part two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. So. Definitely. Now, how to, yeah. How we go about
1: that is. uh, Yeah, we'll have
0: to talk about how we go about that, but I definitely think a part two would be good. Okay,
1: yeah, we still got to get a uh, uh, video for that too. So if anybody (laughs) has a golf cart and a camera and is good with
0: editing, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) That would, yes, that would be very much needed. Um, I really think this would be a fun video to watch.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um,
0: so, what's
1: uh, what's your favorite like line in the song? Like, what what really hit you? We're gonna play the song here in a little bit, so
0: I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, the chorus. I, I, I'll say the chorus hit me a lot because it makes me. It, it makes me think of the stereotypes that I had to fight with growing up yeah. or fight against. And not to say that I didn't conform to any of them, because I did. Yeah. And so it makes me think of where I was at and where I'm at now. <laughs> that being said, your your life about the golf cart in Walmart, <laughs> man, when I first heard that, I fell out laughing, dude. I, I fell out laughing. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I had a picture in my head. And uh, knee-high socks, I just, I lost it. So, I don't know. I, I can't really say there's a line that, that gets me because, you know, I think about that. I, I think one of my favorite parts about the song is I get to hear your side of the, the stereotypes. Yeah. And it's not just my side. And it's like, okay, well... Just because I'm white, I mean, I eat mayonnaise, you know, and, and it sucks, right? <laughs> you know, and I don't do all these things, <laughs> and it's it's good to have that, yeah. Because I, I mean, you you get my side of it, and I think one of the issues we've had with the division is we have people who are so one sided; they only think about how it affects me, and we don't think about how it affects other people. Yeah. And I think that's the good thing to contrast, the contrast with the song, but it's contrast yet similarities. If that makes sense. Yeah, and it
1: also brings it back in the end with my with my final line: "Is uh, it right for our children to pick up that chip?" Right. Because it's it's not okay. Because um, I, like I said, I grew up pretty secluded from a lot, a lot of a lot of minorities. Right. So, like, like I said, my mom's friend from—I can't remember where she was working at the time, but yeah, she she came and, ew, I stereotype. It was as seen on TV. Right. I, I didn't. Right. I, I didn't know you, you guys were real. Well, and and, <laughs> so, and then and then, I, and then I started. I started meeting more more guys and girls in, uh Middle school and high school, and got got to know them, and then also like got introduced to rap music, and that we can we can go into the, we can go into that another time. I think I put it on a my previous episode where rap actually helped me get over a stutter, but we'll, we'll discuss that another time. Um, but yeah, it was I was I was just curious when I was I was and I and I saw something there that that I can relate to, even though my skin color was lighter than... Right. Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: No, no, it makes perfect sense, because, I mean, it's not like I didn't come in with my own stereotypes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I came into... I remember when, the first time we moved to a... So, when we moved, I, I'm not going to front like my... I, I was always in the black neighborhood, because I grew up in a, a largely Hispanic neighborhood, yeah. and I had to deal with... That's why he loves tacos. <laughs> that's what my wife would say. <laughs> you know, I had to deal with my own sort of racism and stereotypes growing up in that. I love tacos, too. They're very
1: good. I eat yeah. tacos every day. I'm gonna, I might have to go get some. But anyway. I'm full. I just ate.
0: But yeah, you know, so I had to deal with stereotypes and racism in that regard. So that's whatever. You know, but I remember, like, when mom, we we had to move to Texas, my mom got a promotion to San Antonio, and it wasn't, uh, we're going to live there forever. It was a, just go foresee this for this span of time. And I remember my first thought, based off of stereotypes, is like, Texas? I was like, oh, no. I'm not going to Texas. Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of white people with cheats and, Mom, they're going to kill us. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. Right. And so I'm sitting there and I was like, I was real adamant. I was like, we're going to die. Why are we going there? They don't like us. And there's a whole bunch of them. And I get to Texas and the white people were talking to me more than the black folks talk to me here. Really? You know, they were, we're walking down the street one day and this dude honks his horn and, and waves. And I looked at my mom. I was like, do you know him? It was an older white dude. She said, no, that's what they do here. What do you mean it's what they do here? <laughs> i like, mean, they, they ain't even supposed to be talking to us. They don't like us. And she's like, she basically was like, you need to quit watching TV. Yeah. Because, I mean, the music I was listening to, family members, the, the, mood, the stuff I was watching told me that I'm going to go to Texas and there's going to be a whole bunch of Klansmen waiting for me. And they're going to, you know, or one day we're going to wake up with a cross in the in the, in the yard and so I get there. That was one of the most enculturated group places I've been. The school I went to in sixth grade had everybody. And everybody talked to everybody. But picture that in Texas, right? Yeah. The big racist place that everybody calls it. Everybody was, was more inclusive of each other in Texas than any school I've been to in Denver. Minus College.
1: Well, that's that's one thing that that I want to touch on too is um, you said on like TV and media and stuff. That's why I don't watch TV. I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't. I I watch what I listen to and stuff like that. Just because, just like you said, when you went to Texas and you went through that, I went. out east or, or I actually went down to Denver a couple of times and I seen some, some black people down there and I was like, Oh, Hi right. and I just barely waving my hand. I'm like, um, and then it's funny cause I actually went down to, uh, I went to St. Louis about a month ago and there was a couple people. They, they asked me, they are like, dude, what are you, what are you doing walking around here? And this was like right before, uh, right before the sun was going down one guy's like you better get inside before the sun goes down I was like oh okay Well, <laughs> um, god bless you too man right <laughs> and and he just he, he kept talking and I just had a big old smile and I just walked to where I was going and it was that was that so
0: yeah you know I mean that's why the the beauty of the song like we talked about with the contrast. Oh, sorry guys, hang on, <laughs> technical difficulties.
1: I gotta pause something real quick, we're doing some, I'm just gonna be honest with you, we're doing some uh, backup recording just in case we lose some stuff. We're doing so. some
0: remix. Remix! With the dad.
1: Yes, I am remix the dad.
0: But, I mean, really man, okay. there we go again.
1: Okay, you don't have our voice. There we go. Sorry, guys. No, <laughs> I'm I was sorry. just We just
0: needed to We <laughs> in the middle of the.
1: Yeah, well, I'll but, put that in later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it it makes it it kind of proves the point of back to what we were talking about with the song with the contrast. Yeah. You know, you get you get people who understand my point of view. Yeah. You get people who understand your point of view, and then they'll they'll get to hear us when we come together and we're speaking. Virtually the same thing. Yeah. Like you said, that line. I think that's the perfect end to the song. Is it right for our children to pick up that check? That's the perfect. That's the perfect way to end that song. Like, how is that right? How are we doing our kids a, a service by giving it, passing that along, and letting them continue the the you know the the legacy of that. Whether it be me as a black man having my, my children hate white people or whatever, you know what I'm saying? How is it right for us? That's not a legacy we're trying to build. And if, you, if we're talking about it from the Christ perspective, the Bible tells us not to be racist.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing, too. We, we need to talk about it. And shoot, there's a big old elephant in the room. A lot of times and uh, if we don't talk about it and communicate with our kids because I'm I'm so excited and so happy that Sam gets to hang out with you and your family and the people at the church and my, my, my buddy out in California mm. uh, she has a diverse circle around her right and it's not just everybody who needs Costco sunscreen?
0: <laughs> so well, it's good for her. It's good for her to see, yeah, you and I interact just for that, and and be like, that's my brother, that's my brother, and so that she doesn't have that because I mean, let's be real, people aren't born racist. No. They learn it. Yeah. So if she has or in the, my grandkids have, they see black and white calling each other brother.
1: Yeah.
0: They'll grow up and they'll, it won't be like this weird, like, well, why are they, why are they interacting like that? They'll be like, oh, that's my uncle. And yeah. people will look at it like, what do you mean? Well, that's my uncle. Yeah. That's my great uncle or whatever, you know, what have you. I mean, cause like my, one of my, one of my really good friends, He's Hispanic. And him and my dad, our dads, were friends before we were born, and so we're really tight still to this day. And I call him my brother. And so, yeah, this is your uncle. I'll just name drop him. This is your uncle Paul. And at first, my daughter was kind of like, "What do you mean?" But now she gets it. Yeah. You know, there's there's this, there's this small group of people that I say. That, that's my brother. That is your uncle, and not all of us are the same color. Yeah. That's good for kids to see that so they don't, as your line says, pick up the check of our ignorance from the past, okay. and they can move forward because the only way to get past it, like you said, is to talk about it, the inclusion.
1: And that's, that's one reason why I was really excited to do this this the song and then also the, just this interview just to, just so we can like pick each other's brain a little bit, and then also inform the listeners because you've you've got a good little following right now on Anthony's Godly Guidance podcast, and I've got a good following on Remix the Dad podcast. Shameless plugs, um, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe God's put the, put this on gave it to you and then you shared it with me and then we we're, were able to release it out there into the world
0: so yeah and it, it's it's a testament to God can take bad and use it for good yeah. it's a testament to that now that being said I wish it came from a place of not the because an- it came from a place of anger Yeah, the concept came from a place of anger watching stuff I wish it hadn't come from that place However, as we grow in our faith, we learn to listen when things anger us, and God could be like, "Hey, so all right, cool. That angers you? Then hear me and speak it like this."
1: Well, it, it, it emerged just like just like a big old acorn tree. You got the acorn inside there, and it falls into the nasty, grimy dirt, right? right, right. And it gets the nutrients, and then and it's blessed, and then it grows up to be something beautiful and fruitful. So that's what, that's what this is. Amen. And Amen. even though we're not doing as much music anymore, we're still being fruitful f- for our community, for our families. And this is one of the fruits that we're giving to people. Like, And it might be like a coffee or like IPA. Some people don't want to taste it, especially something heavy as like race relations and stuff like that. Right. But...
0: It needs to be out there. It does. And I, I, I'm going to take that a step further. And I say that we should be talking about this in the church. We should be talking about this. We have so many. And I, I will give our church credit because our pastor will talk about these things. And that's one of the reasons I stay where we're going to. But so many churches are scared to talk about this. Have you seen
1: who my pastor is? Have you seen who I rap with? <laughs>
0: That's another plug for the song for those of you who don't know.
1: You'll be able to hear the full thing here in a little bit. So,
0: But, I mean, it's, it's this is another show in the making, in my head. But I think race is one thing that we should be talking about, and we should be talking more about lust. We should be talking about yeah. these things, but everybody's so squeamish about it yeah. and nothing is happening. These these are the things that church should be pushing because you got the people in the back who are dealing with these things and you got you have so many churches that are condemning people for these wrong things instead of pointing out, hey, this is a struggle that is across the board that here, here's what... If we address it, we can move forward from it. But if we keep pushing it out of the way, oh, no, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about race relations. We might offend people. As our pastor says, offense is a choice. One. Two, if it offends you, there's probably a reason it offends you. And if you hear something in our song or in our podcast, just talking about race and it upsets you, then maybe that's something you need to meditate on and grow from. You know what I'm saying? So I agree. We need to be we needed to be discussing this stuff. And what better what better place to do it than the church? Yep, yep. And we're
1: actually at the youth center right now <laughs> at <that> the church. So, <laughs> which we talk about these things in our youth group. And they meet on Wednesday nights, six thirty. Six thirty. Contact me or Anthony, and we'll get you set up.
0: Another plug. <laughs> <laughs> so. I love that I love that See this is I love this though How we, how we can we can do this And I mean it's like we said in the beginning It was going to be goofy And serious And there's not like a, a script To we have to start off funny And then get serious It's just a whole intermixing Yeah my, my
1: notebook is actually at the old apartment So I was like I don't have notes so I'm glad you're doing a lot of the
0: talking. <laughs> I've been, th- since we talked about this, it's been in in my mind about the different things that would, that come to mind. And I kind of revisited the, the frame of mind I was at when, when the concept came up. I mean, it's still very much relevant today. Yeah. You know, it might not necessarily be a black and white thing. It could be a American Mexican thing. There. You know what I'm saying? But that that stereotype, that divine is still here. And that song is very much prevalent if people open their heart to hear what we are really trying to say. Which is why, you know, people people get all like I'm sure people get like why you gotta throw God in it? Why you gotta throw God in the
1: All the, the, the time. Right.
0: Because if we didn't, people would probably, they might misunderstand where we're coming at. Yeah. You you know, we get into our, our last two verses. There's no confusion about what we're talking about. We're talking about all the stuff we talked about in the front is wrong. This is how we should be living. And here's how we can get there with God. But people don't want to hear that part. So it's funny how that funny how that works yeah
1: yeah yeah actually I, I gotta correct you there for a second in my first verse i do like going to walmart and looking at clocks so we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll just i won't be offended by it by your statement just now but uh we'll, we'll move on
0: <laughs> he goes looking at clocks uh, so i i do not cook my food in bacon grease yeah yeah i don't do that I have cooked my eggs in bacon grease.
1: Have you ever uh French toast in bacon grease?
0: No is it good? it's really good
1: huh yeah you uh you 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 uh cook it in the bacon grease just a little bit, just like yeah. just a that's still yeah. left over and then you you, you can throw some like salt and pepper or something in there and some cinnamon Whew. really good. I'm getting hungry now I, so. uh, I'm not so, yeah you are <laughs> aid, so
0: i i haven't done i haven't thought about that. But I mean that, that line came because there's so many so many times that I've seen it in my family or something along those lines that there's bacon grease to set aside and they're, oh, you better get that grease?" And it's like that the thought of it now is like, that's so nasty that we used to get some old nasty bacon grease and put it in the skillet and cook other stuff with it. It's like
1: taking sweat and like mixing it in like tea or something. It it that's is the
0: same thing. It is. It's nasty. But <laughs> yeah, I, it, I mean it. I I put that in the song because yeah. I've seen it. All the things that I said, yeah. I seen yeah. or did at one point. And that's why it's in the song. <laughs> you know, people might think that oh, you're just being goofy like it. Well, there's goofy, but there's some backstory There's, to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's in the song.
1: I get made. I may get made fun of uh, by certain people because I don't like mayonnaise, and they're just like, "Well, why not?" It's gross. <laughs> I like. I like hot sauce. <laughs> I like hot
0: sauce. Hot sauce is really good. It is good. Yeah, I, oh man, you know, every time I hear the mayonnaise thing, I think. I think an undercover brother, man. I, I lose it. Oh my god! <laughs> or or
1: um or uh, did you say undercover? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or um, the new guy. I haven't that? seen that. Uh I think it's it's, it's Eddie Griffin. And oh, you know that? And, Eddie. And, 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 and yeah, it's hot. You looking
0: at my tenant. And he said he's got
1: he's got the mayonnaise right there. They're the white guys. he's like, no, no,
0: it's okay. Mayonnaise. give me that look. So. I love the knee high socks too. That was fun. Dude.
1: I spo- I sport those during the wintertime. Yeah, I know. So that's what made that even funnier. Along with along with the basketball shorts and another stereotype. Basketball shorts in wintertime. I mean <laughs> <Yeah>. um, That, <laughs> that <laughs> is indeed a stereotype. And I'm 3rd thir- I'm gonna be thirty two this year. And I'm wearing black socks with flip flops. Oh, I, um, I do. The, I do the socks with sandals.
0: I'm, I'm 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 turning into an old white man. Well, I, <laughs> I, to quote, I you know, outcast flip flops and socks. Yes. I, I I mean, I I don't wear flip flops. The only reason I don't have socks on now is because it's them long hot socks. Because oh yeah, that's, that's what I wear,
1: like the N ones. Yeah. I, uh, I don't um, wear the
0: actual flip flops, but yes, I yeah, I wear these, and I always nine times out of ten, I got socks on. Yeah. Even when it's hot, people. Why do you got them on? I said, Why would you do that? It's me.
1: I don't like feet.
0: Yeah, me too. I, I get like you. Feet. I'm not a big fan of feet. I think all feet are nasty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the people. Yeah. But, yeah. but anyway. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it's it's funny to to, to kind of depict the pick the stereotypes, because the the big one that that my from my perspective that I was pushed towards, which most people are, is the money aspect of it, you know, that's why the my line started with, you know, I got the money stacked, you know, my rims are black on black, because a lot of the stuff that we talked about, like, in the music that I listen to is like, you got to have the money, you got to have the dope ride, and if you get that, you get the respect, and you get the respect, you get the women, and then you be straight, well, I spent a lot of time chasing all that, and I found... I found myself lonely a lot of times. You know, I'm like, "Well, that sucks." Yeah. I'm chasing all of this, they told me to chase this, but I'm sitting here lonely, and I don't have all that power and all that blah 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 that they said. And then you got the people who weren't chasing it; they sitting there chilling and happy. So it's it's interesting. It's very interesting the things that that we. That we go after. Well,
1: because, like, you got, you, like, the the whips and the the fancy cars and stuff. We like big old trucks. (laughs) (laughs) And if you know me, I don't drive a big old truck. I drive a little mini fridge. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I drive a little Mazda. (laughs) To see you. And you see my six foot. Yes. Two, and then I'm 200 and maybe 20 pounds, getting out of this little Mazda 2. It's funny. It's hilarious. And then I, I used to work up at the, the oil field and talk about stereotypes up there. I'll bet. I get out of my car, whoa, that's a cute little car. And I was like, I'm saving money on gas. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not such a liability for uh, my insurance company. So. Right. Well, that's why it's supposed to make it. <laughs> Just think about it. But uh, no, yeah, definitely, uh, speaking of that, yeah, out there in the oil field, and that was right before a lot of the, the stuff was, was going on, <clears throat> like, like, uh, the, uh, like the Ferguson's right. and, and all that. And it's, that was an eye opener, like that just to see White people out there that still act like that because I was like, oh, they they don't act like that anymore. But then just seeing this, and then I, I was called countless names out there because I didn't hang out with them. I hung out with the minorities out there. Actually, not, I, I, they were the majority out there. The like, uh, Mexicans mm-hmm. they were the majority out there.
0: Yeah,
1: and there's a couple black dudes out there, but I always hung out with them. One they didn't talk stupid like that (laughs) two they just awesome hearts and three some killer food man
0: they (laughs) fed me out there
1: they're like hey man here hey i'm like all right so but uh yeah i was i was called some oh i was i was called like an albino
0: yeah
1: insert your slur there so i was like no dude that's 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 one reason why I was put on a couple unpleasant jobs is out there because that's what it was. So,
0: I'm trying to make a point. Yeah, yeah. Know. Well, one I will say that food is the uni- universal language.
1: I love food. That's food, one of my that's one of my love languages.
0: Yeah. Oh, it brings, brings people yeah. together. <laughs> and you know the, the funny thing when it comes to. I'm just, again, I'm going from what I know, from a minority standpoint, we use food to celebrate everything. <laughs> everything. Oh, and it's a bunch of food. So food brings people together. That doesn't, when you say, oh, the food, because that's what we do. Like, hey, man, you need to come over and eat. Go ahead and eat, 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 eat. Which brings another circumstance. Yeah. All of the heart issues that are hereditary. That are not hereditary. They are just how we eat. That's a whole other topic. But I do. I also, I've been on the other side of what you're saying. When it comes to my race. Calling me out for hanging out with people outside of my race. Yeah. Or dating outside of my race. Why you, why you doing that? Why you doing that? Why not? Like Because homeboys chill. I'm not tripping. On what somebody over here said, he didn't say this to me. So I've been called, a, I've been called whitewash before because I didn't, I didn't follow the stereotypes, all you know, all the time. I can't say I didn't, but I didn't always follow the stereotypes. So I was called whitewash, uh, you know, a uh, sellout. I've been called that, <clears throat> and it's funny. It, 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 it goes kind of with What Jesus said would happen As we're walking our faith As we're walking faith the worldly, the worldly system are going to call us out And I didn't see it this way back then I just saw it as Like man why are y'all bugging man Like who cares And I kind of took it as a personal attack But Jesus said that we were going to We were going to be Persecuted For Walking out our faith It's a prime example of that because what what better if how many people, and I know there's a lot of black folks who don't like Christianity because back in the 1800s when they had slaves, they used the Bible as a means to have slaves. Because they took a verse from here and from here and from here And just kind of threw it together And didn't give context Which is why they didn't let them learn how to read Because if if they learn how to read They'll be like oh that ain't what that's saying So you know there's a lot of black folks who are like Oh I don't do that Christianity That's a white man's religion Get out of here with that That's ridiculous man I mean that's absolutely ridiculous A white man's religion Think about this Jesus was in the Middle East They hid him in Egypt. Yes. (laughs) He couldn't have been really pale if he got hidden in Egypt. Not to say that he's black. That's not what I'm saying. But he couldn't be pale. Yeah. Being hidden in Egypt? Come on now. So when I hear that that's a white man's religion, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Like, get out of here with that. Two, if you read the book for yourself, you would see that the Bible talks about bringing people together. Specifically, bringing people together. Our job is to go out and show love. How do you show love if you say, I'm going to show black people love. I'm going to show white people love. I'm going show Mexican people love. That's not love. That's division, which is hate. So, it's, it's funny the, the spins people put on, on on the Bible to suit their need and to further perpetuate different stereotypes and racism and then try to say, well, the Bible says this. You know, silly stuff like the mark of Cain. They say the black people were slaves because of the mark of Cain, because Cain killed Abel. Like, all right, really? Like, you did all this Bible, and that's what you got. So then we were cursed for that. Like, it's funny how people put a spin on that instead of reading it for what it is. And I don't know, man. I, I don't know. The really religious mind hearing what we're talking about might get upset. And I didn't I didn't this is another this is another oh no, that's that's where we we gotta get that little <laughs> oh, oh, gotta get the click in. That's that's the wiki wiki. But you know, the really religious mind might get mad hearing hearing this. Again, I didn't I didn't mean to go down this olive branch. It's just something that I thought about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Funky. That's funky,
1: y'all. Yo. You know, but... Oh. Well, uh, kind of piggyback what you were saying, though, is we, we, we need that. And just getting, getting around other people, getting around other, other cultures, other ideas, and maybe getting uncomfortable uh, will help people grow. Cause I know, I know I've grown a lot. Like, you, even though, even though, like we we met back in when did we meet? 2013, 2012?
0: What year is it? 18? 2018, yeah. About 2013. Yeah, I've
1: I've learned so so much just hanging out with you and having you be my brother. I've I've learned so much. No, about myself and just, and just who I'm hanging out with at church, who I'm hanging out with outside the church at, when I was, when I was going to, like I said, when I was working up at the oil field, I've learned so much and I've heard other people's cultures and I've heard other people's ideas and I've, and I've taken them and then I, I brought them back to my core beliefs and my, my core values. And seeing if they align with that, and then also see if they align with what God says too.
0: Right.
1: And if you're not honestly, if you're not going out there and listening to somebody else's point of view it, that you may not agree with totally, at least give them a chance, and and maybe you can learn something, and and it'll switch something in you. That's the best way I, I think we we're gonna we're gonna grow as a. As a community, society, and just just for our kids, so they don't have to pick up that check. They can they can tip a little bit more on that on that check right. at at the end of the day, at the, at the end of the meal. Speaking of meals, there you go. We can celebrate coming together.
0: Right? Oh no! I, I like
1: how I, that came together. Oh my gosh. goodness! Yes. Thank you, God. Yes, <laughs> yes.
0: it's always, Hey, but again, so universal language. Yes. And yeah, man. I mean. We, we, we know the way to fix it. We know the way okay. to fix it. We just don't want to do it. That's, that seems to be the problem. I agree with you. The funny thing about you talking about being uncomfortable, this a series that I was listening to, when this pastor I listened to, was talking about the best way for us to be successful is to, to grow. To grow, into success is to be uncomfortable have you ever
1: seen a rubber band and you stretch it and then you let it go and it goes back to its yeah. normal shape yeah do that with a plastic bag right does it go back to its normal shape right. after after no. you stretch it <laughs> right. no, it's right. a different material it's 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 flexible and it, 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 it'll, it'll, it'll stretch yeah it can break but that's not that's not the point of the story because there for a while everybody's t- talking about yeah just just be like a rubber band and snap back no don't snap back
0: learn grow stretch yeah okay yeah well no 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 <laughs> yeah because the problem a, a big problem is people venture out but they go back yeah i've seen this i got this i took this but i'm going back and the biggest issue with people is they they get so far and this is this is people. Not 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 Christian, non-Christian, not white, not black. This is people. People tend to fall back on what they're comfortable with. So they'll they'll venture out far to so far, and then this is rough. So I'm I'm gonna go right back to what I know, and that's why things like racism keep perpetuating because people fall back to what they know. Yeah. This is this is my comfort zone. I'm going to stay here as opposed to like you said, going out and being uncomfortable. People don't like being uncomfortable. I don't like being uncomfortable. There's a lot of situations that I've really not wanted to be in because I didn't want to be uncomfortable. But, like you said, those are the the situations that I've been in, that I've grown, that I've learned.
1: And they're the most memorable, and you look back now, and you're like, that was was a good time. Even even though they may have sucked, or you were just so scared out of your wits, you're just like, oh, well, one one of my biggest, one of my Biggest suffers was one of my biggest
0: blessings. Well, I, I tell you what, I learned, you learn, You, <laughs> if nothing else, you can look back and think, man, woo, I learned a lot there. Yeah. Because like in the middle of it, it's like, oh my God, this is terrible. Yeah. But on the other end, it's like, man, I made it through that.
1: Yeah.
0: That was, now imagine us as a society doing that. Yeah. But we got we got the we got the enemy throwing in distractions. Yeah. Uh, uh, no 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 you don't like him. Yeah. Guess what he said about your mama? Yeah. He said your mama was a was a blah blah blah. you know yeah. insert stereotype. And then so we start stewing on that. And now we we've, we've gone so far. And then we stop because the enemy throws something else out there, and he uses all kinds of different people. I know we picked at Donald Trump. Oh, that's that's an instrument. And And I'm not saying that he's he's not Satan. He's not Satan. The enemy is using him, and
1: honestly, Democrat or Republican, independent, whatever your social um, or your political political views are, I'm going to say it. The enemy, the devil, he's having a heyday in that White House. He's got his feet up, and it doesn't matter who's in there. Black, white, Asian, Mexican, European, uh, alien, Martian, enemies, en- enemies in there. And because we've, 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 the we've taken God out of the school, taken God out of the government, Amen. even though yeah, church and state, Ryan. Okay. Just... Tell me how that's going for you, all right? <laughs> right. I'm done right, right. Now. No, no, no. I love you guys. I love you guys.
0: That's good. That's good. <laughs> that's dope. Think about it. Uh. We picked that at, at Trump, but we saw the divide when Obama was yeah. in. When he won, Yeah, that there was that divide of, oh, my God, I can't believe he won. Yeah, And then you had people on the other side saying, hey, we won. We, we didn't win anything. Black people didn't win. Yeah. Obama won. But they're like, We won. Yes, we. No, oh, get out of here with that. He was present, but there was that divide. And then you get the other side like I can't believe he I can't believe he got in there. And, he, and everybody forgets the dude is not he I mean he's half white. It's not like he was a full black. There, he was a black white man in let let's let's give him his other side that people tend to leave out. I mean he his mom is white. He loves his mom. He's half white. But what, my point in all of that was that divide that you're saying. That divide came up. People were like, oh, my gosh. Either they loved it or they hated it because of who he is, and they just they ran with it. And like you said, that, that division of church and state, because it's not just a Republican thing. Democrats are pushing more for separation of church and state than Republicans are. Yeah. And I am not a Republican, y'all. Let me stress. I'm not a Democrat either. My point is, the Democrats were pushing for a separation of the church and state more than Republicans. Yeah. So what do you think a Democratic president is doing? Pushing for separation of the church and state. Yep. If we keep the church out of politics, we're trying to take God out of the equation. And then we wonder why things are going to hell the way they are. Let me, let me ask you this. So if you have a plant right in front of you
1: and you want to take away the water... What's the plant going to do?
0: It's going to die.
1: Bam. Right. Right. There you have it, folks. I love you guys. <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email me directly at messhall5280.com. messhall5280 at com. So,
0: or, I love you guys. Or you can hit me. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm in agreement with my man. So, I have a... You have my Anthony's Godly Guidance Facebook page. You could drop it there. You can instant message me. I'm with him. These are things that need to be talked about. We can't complain about society going to hell, and we keep taking God out of the equation.
1: Well, have you ever read the book, The No Complaining Rule? No. It's a great book. Um, We only only have a few minutes, but... uh, if, you, if you're going to complain about something, it pretty much says if you complain about something, you can complain all you want, but have at least one or two, maybe three solutions to back up that problem that you're complaining about. If if you if you if you uh, don't have any of those, then shut your mouth.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, about well. as simple as that. I may I may sound dense or whatever, but it's it, it
0: is what it is. <laughs> we do need to process before we speak as yeah. a society I agree with that we have uh, our society has turned into a... I think it therefore I speak it well you can you can tweet it and then it's out there yeah what is what is what is your song say Facebook gangsters oh Facebook mobbing? Facebook I'm, I may have I may have to read that one too <laughs> well and
1: but you Facebook, know the,
0: the sad thing about the rise of social media is it's brought out all these warriors that that are real Hot, tough, sparking the flame, but backing away from the solution as you said if you're going to throw it out there you got to be willing to take what's coming every time I put a post on Facebook whether it's Anthony golly's guidance or my personal Facebook page every time I put a post I I know that there's going to be the potential of the recant yeah you have to be able to deal with that otherwise like you said shut up because people are going to do that. And and we talk about God, people are going to hit that. Because they don't the world doesn't want to hear that. So we've got to be ready to talk. Not argue, not throw stones, not condemn, not go off. But we've got to be ready. If I say God loves and someone says you're stupid, blah blah blah, I gotta be ready. Well you believe that, that that's on you. Yeah you know i 'm not going to change because you you call me stupid, I mean, like oh, you know what you 're right this whole thing i've been thinking this whole time you 're right i 'm so stupid yeah right, let me just let me just follow you well,
1: well what if what if what if you did that one time? we only have like two minutes left, but what if you did that one time be like, you know what you 're right how 's that going for you because <laughs> a lot of people they want they want to fight, oh yeah, they have that spirit um, they want yeah. they want to fight but yeah. I have never mind i'm not going to get into that but we're winding down on time, and I want to respect you and your time. Um, thank you guys so much.
0: Do you have any final thoughts? Um, no, I mean, we've, we've covered it all pretty much. I mean, open, open your heart. I will say this. We focus so much on behavior, trying to correct behavior. Correcting behavior is not the problem. We need to correct belief systems. If we correct the way we believe – That will correct the behavior. And if we open our heart and accept what Jesus is trying to tell us, the world could be be a different place.
1: Amen, man. I like that. I like that. So uh, as as for Remix, the dad podcast, I thank all of you and thank you on uh, Anthony's Godly Guidance. Um, Take care, guys. Much love. And Anthony,
0: peace.
1: Alright. Cool. we
0: don't get get them. No. my stereotypes at, son? Turn my headphones <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, teeth in my mouth. Where's my stereotype? Yeah, yeah. Ah, let's get them. Where's my boots? You know I got that money stack. You know my rims on black on black. And if you don't like it, then I'm thinking that's just really whack. Of course, my gear is really tight. I'm walling out all through the night. Don't stop. girls for only one night, you know I got that stereotype, look in my car, best part of my life, you know I got that stereotype, when I'm in the place, I'm ready to fight, you know I got that stereotype, yeehaw, cowboy up, let's get started. I'm ready to fight. You know, I got that stereotype. The rhymes I rap, and cuz I'm black, what? the world will have us fall for that. Our minds are filled with racial crap, and we're with- still. Stereotype